I'm Madeline Walter. I'm Ben Axelrad, and we're both hypochondriacs. I think I'm sick when I'm not. And anytime I'm sick, I think I'm a goner for sure. We're the hosts of Definitely Dying, the podcast that's a safe space for listeners and funny friends to talk openly about their medical dramas, both real and imagined. We're part of the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, with new episodes released every Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you love to get your podcasts. Stay healthy. to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, a.k.a. the modern-day Goof Hanasha. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, baby, yeah, the girl is mine. How we doing? Yeah. Woo! Hey, remember... Before we get into all the hot, hot wrestling action, rate and subscribe to this podcast. Give it five stars. This is a five-star experience. You know it. You show it. Hey, remember, on this podcast, we have the cash-in feature. You can cash in and get your opinion on this show. Leave us a voicemail at 316. No sound effect? There we go. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Yeah. Hey. Let's get into it. Sitting to my left, we have returning guest, hilarious comedian, Bostonian, now Los Angelino, Mr. Mike Malloy. What up? Hey, how we doing? Uh, Mike has a hilarious show here in Los Angeles. Next show is December 16th. It's called On Deck. I think I'm on it sometime next year. Yeah. Uh, February, I believe. February. It's at the Nerdist Theater or the Nerd Mel. What do you call it? The Nerdist, right? It's got like eight names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics and Collectibles, I think is the (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get confused. I think think that's the name I get yelled at in all caps, texted to me each month for spelling it wrong on the poster, for having it just like Meltdown or just having Nerdist or just having Nerd Melt. Yeah, well, they can't yell at me because I'm separate entity. Uh, <laughs> I'm at UCB competing theater. Come at us. Okay, baby. No. Uh, and, uh, hey, I apologize for the energy I'm bringing to you right now. No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> good. Not at all. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Hey, also, we got Nasty Newman in studio, fresh off of watching Raw live in the Staples Center. Yeah, how about it? That was awesome. Yeah. Was it, was it good? It was really good, yeah. It was probably more fun to be there live than it was to watch because not a lot happened. But, uh, yeah, it was packed. Capacity crowd at the Staples Center. Pumped to see Roman Reigns. Yeah, which I got to say, you know, you're wearing the vest until he takes his vest off. Yeah. Uh, And we had the theories that, like, maybe he wears it because he has, like, a little bit of a gut or he's a little bit heavier now. I don't think that's the case. I was pretty close. I was, like, 10 rows back. That guy, I think the cameras are putting on, like, 15 pounds. That guy is in impeccable shape. Well, I don't know why he wears it. I would like to it see it. Sense. I would like to see some abdominals on Roman Reigns. I think at this point it would just be weird, though. Like Randy yeah. Orton with pants. It just wouldn't feel right. <laughs> Randy Orton with pants Dan would be that. <laughs> so what? Randy Orton wore pants to the House of Horrors match. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Everybody, close your eyes. Remember the House of Horrors match. This so is when bad. they bought a house in, like, Indianapolis, <laughs> and they ruined it and then put it back on the market. One of the coolest things WWE ever did on paper. Yeah. Um, I'm on paper as liking the concept of the match. But, it was a lot better than their WrestleMania match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, their WrestleMania match was atrocious. Yeah. Although, 
I liked the projections. Did you hate the projections? I, I didn't care for it. Okay, why why don't you like the projections? Guys, we're very topical. I Let's just... talk about the projections from WrestleMania 33 from a six-minute championship match. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was just, it was god-awful. I just wanted it to be a wrestling match between the two, and we got a goddamn shit show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that was a horrorous match. Randy Orton showed up wearing skinny jeans. And Didn't elbow right. pads. Didn't look right. <laughs> but oh, he, yeah, he wasn't wearing a shirt. He drove it? up in a limo. Guys, remember, close your eyes. No okay? belt. <laughs> no belt either. I, don't, I want everyone to close their eyes for no reason. No, he was, yeah, he was wearing skinny jeans, no belt. Yeah. Some, like, soccer shoes, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, and elbow pads. And he rolled up in a limo, in yeah. the back of the limo. Got out, was like, is this the house of horrors? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Is this the house of He said to the driver, is this the house of horrors? He's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, did he just type it in on Waze? <laughs> yeah. hey, bring me to the house of horrors. Where did the limo get him from to begin with? Where Maybe did the limo start? That's a great question, too. <laughs> yeah. At the like, hotel? I don't know. They were like, uh, he, remember he called up, he probably called up Vince, was like, hey, Vince, um, should I go to the arena or what do I do? And he'll be like, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a limo, strolled up, the door creaked open, the driver was Luke Harper. <laughs> <laughs> did we ever see who the driver was? I don't think we no, did. No, no. They got back to the ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. Because Randy threw a fridge, a fridge yeah, on him. Yeah, threw a fridge on top of him. Yeah, this yeah. feels like a fever dream. This feels like something I never saw. Yeah, like, a, like a dream you're trying to remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, the car waited for him outside. One thing about wrestling is that like people give so much stuff. They'll give like a match so much shit, you know. But then like maybe like three weeks later, it's like it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> I had like that was the worst thing yeah. I've seen in a while, and I really had to dig to even remember it. That's right, how like. Utterly forgettable most of this stuff is now. I know. Um, well, you know, we're in that weird time of year. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, Randy, <laughs> we were talking about uh, the projections and then uh, pants. How do we get into pants? Oh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. If he took yeah. off the vest, if he took off the vest, it would be really jarring. Do you remember when yeah, The Rock I showed up at... I think Mania 15, it was his first time showing up, or maybe 17, where he showed up with, with the first time not in the sweatsuit because oh, back yeah. from his titty surgery. Yeah. <laughs> he had titty surgery? Yeah, he had some titty surgery because he had to get the fat, like, you know, sucked yeah. out. Um, and uh, hey, that surgery works. That's a surgery that I would get if I needed it. Yeah. Um, and um, and you guys know how anti-surgery I am. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. Like, I'm staunch. You guys know I never go into the knife, man. I'm anti-knife. I'm all natural coming at you. But, uh, uh, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, 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 it, I remember when he came out in the undies for the first time, it was like, it was jar. That would right. be the same effect with Reigns. Mm. But I think he should do that at WrestleMania. Like if he comes out in like just straight up like Goldberg, the gold, the little black Goldberg on these, you'd be like, <laughs> it'd be so, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah, they would have to do something where like a match before that somebody took his vest and like destroyed it, so he had no choice but to come out. Like they would have to have some context for it. <laughs> it's like Jericho's jacket that was like twelve thousand yeah. dollars. He doesn't yeah. have any other vest. He only has one vest. <laughs> Uh, that that is although actually talking about that uh, Stone Cold forgot his leather vest when he was coming to Ma like to Mania. Oh, really? He always talks about that WrestleMania 15, I believe. Yeah, 15 was their first one, right? And then he came, he he left the <laughs> he left the vest at home, and he like he every time he talks about it, he because he came out in just a t shirt. 
He acts like it's like the biggest deal ever. He's like, I forgot the vest. And you're like, yo, it's okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you don't need the vest. They couldn't find a, a single vest in the city. That's what shocked me. I was like, you can't. You guys have no backups. Right. Like, you guys have like, literally, you, they travel with four million light bulbs. Especially, <laughs> on, yeah. <laughs> like, especially on a WrestleMania day. Like, uh, I'm sure they get there at noon. I'm sure they have to, all their shit yeah. sorted out. Like, nobody was just like, hey, run to the haberdasher and get a vest. <laughs> exactly. There's, a, you know, there's so much shit in wrestling that's full like carny. Like, I think, like, I heard Goldust puts his own paint on. Yeah. Like stuff like that, where you're like, that is crazy. Yeah. They have so like these guys like roll up with their own. Uh, uh, what's up with the belts? Like, do you do you roll? Do you rock? Do you go around with the belt? Yeah, you yeah, know the they, briefcase you do go around with, right? Yeah, yeah they carry the belt yeah, too they, they through do. the airport and everything. Yeah, I think yeah. I forget who it was, which guy it was. It was like the first time being champion and uh, uh, all I think of it was the, Big Show. It was Big thing. Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he do? He left it. No, he told. Uh, I think Hogan like ribbed him and said that you have to wear it. Everywhere, yeah. and he was going through the airport with it on, and like Sting, like got him. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine the belt. Wet, you're, you're, I'm a TSA agent, and uh, and I and the belt is rolling down the conveyor belt, and I and I see on the screen, I'm like, "Yo, fuck my life. This job sucks." Or you just, know? and or, then all of a sudden, the W like rolls through <laughs> on the screen. Yeah. Or just a giant seven-foot man with a hunk of gold yeah. strapped to himself. Like, what are you going to... That coming through the... What are you going to tell him to put yeah. his arms yeah. in? Yeah, Big Show in, in, like, in, that, in the, like, uh, in the the detector. What do you call in that? The body scanner. Body like, when scanner. he comes out of it, it's, like, almost like he was small when he walked in. Right, yeah, And yeah. it got a big... Like, the machine, like, morphed him. I imagine the TSA agent would probably be just unimpressed. Just like, you need to step aside, sir. But I'm Big Show. Step aside, okay. sir. If you don't watch wrestling, right, and you're a TSA agent, close your eyes again. Close your, <laughs> no, you don't have to. You don't have to. I, I encourage you to. Everyone at home, right now, close your eyes. Unless you're driving your car listening to if this. If you're driving your car especially, close your eyes. <laughs> Unless you're drunk driving your car, and then it might help. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> go into reverse. If you're drunk, yeah. go into reverse. Um, go into neutral. Just leave it to the wind. Uh, but uh, So that's how that works, right? The wind pushes mm -hmm. it. Yeah, neutral. it's a boat. Okay, if you're a TSA agent, you don't watch wrestling, okay? Think of the person you know who has the least wrestling experience. And the belt. <laughs> the be And you see it, the belt. Do you do you submit that to be checked? Does that go like a, like a suspicious bag? Uh, I mean, I don't... My... I would assume it looks like a not detonator. to take all the comedy out of this, but I would yeah. assume they would be like, "Oh, it's you know, obviously like a like some fighter or like an MMA guy or a yeah. boxer or something." What if you don't know the concept of a title belt? What if you don't even know that concept? Okay, I'll you're telling my, yeah. me that there's TS. I would say 50 percent of TSA agents don't understand the concept of a title belt. Okay, okay? I can't prove that. Close right. your eyes. Uh, <laughs> I can't prove that. I would get my supervisor for sure. If yeah. I didn't have any idea, wave somebody over. Yeah, you wave someone over. All right. Hey, I think we solved a lot. All right. Uh, I think we solved this a lot. This is how problems don't get escalated. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into let's get into some um, let's get into the big story from this week. And uh Nancy Newman, you were there. Broken Hardy yeah. is here. Um Anyway, I mean, people did, loved it. Did they go nuts? Loved I'm it. shocked they did a video package. Yeah. 
it was much better that way. Yeah. It would have been so shitty as a promo. Like, yeah. that's the biggest thing that I hate about the main product is they rely so much on promos. Like, I just watched NXT tonight, and there wasn't a... I think there was one promo the entire show, and it was the champion, which makes sense. Like, that, the only person talking should be the guy with the goddamn belt. Yeah. And, like, they just did promos like the... Uh, every, every, like, every, I think there was, like, ten backstage promos or vignettes or whatever and they all were effective and they were all concise and they all got the point across and you don't have to have guys standing out there for 15 minutes just wasting time you prefer a backstage promo absolutely you're a backstage promo man. yeah bing bang boom yeah easy peasy you can do it as many times as you need to to get it right like yeah the hardest it's a good way to the get only it part you effective. have to do live yeah. is the fucking wrestling like do that part live the other stuff you can Mask and and cover up and hide your weaknesses. If you suck at talking in front of a crowd, like don't do it until you're good at it. You don't enjoy. Uh... Welcome to the most musty WWE talk show in history. Welcome to. You're not a Miss TV guy. I can do. I can deal with that because he's a decent talker. But there's when that happens every week and he's out there talking to guys who can't talk and dragging them through it. Like no pass, hard pass. Okay. Yeah. See, I, no, I think that's I think that's interesting. Sometimes the backstage segments, I'm always I'm, I I have like the opposite thought sometimes where I'm like I'm like, well, there's a there's like thirty thousand people sitting there, you know, and then you're like, you're just gonna show it to them on a screen. But I, I do know what you're saying from a production standpoint, mm. you can get the shot better. Uh, you could pull off a lot more staging wise than just like guys standing in a ring. Um. Okay, getting a, we're getting a, we're getting an emergency here. Strong winds over here. Okay, well, okay, we're getting a, an emergency. I didn't know that's not an amber alert. That's yeah, a no. fire There's alert. Currently, I five fires happening. Stole a kid. But yeah, no, it's apparently no, we, everything's on fire. <laughs> yeah, everything's on fire. Which is as bad, I guess. Uh totally. So, let, hey guys, no one cares about the fires. Look, they care about wrestling. The most important thing. Most people listening to this are not on fire. <laughs> um, so, how do we? Where do we? So we see this going with. The juxtaposition of the Bray serious promo with the Hardy Goofatron promo yeah. uh, was, I think, everyone thought was effective, right? Yeah. Live, they were laughing. Everybody loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was the response? Laughter? Yeah. For it was laughter uh, for, yeah, for every time Matt Hardy would come back. Because I felt like it was kind of interesting where I was like, I felt like Matt Hardy was showing Bray like how it's done. Yeah, right, yeah I didn't yeah. think it was a, like a goofy thing. I thought it was like a cool, like, Reveal of what the character is to somebody that didn't watch it in TNA because I did like I watched uh, a couple of the things in TNA, but I don't really know the full breadth right. and depth of it. Right, the final but, deletion. Yeah, but like that gave me like a uh, a quick snippet of who that character is and what it is, and not that it's like a thing that he's doing. That it's like what like it explains how it's happening in a wrestling world. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. I, think, I, yeah, I, I think the people there it didn't. It definitely didn't feel like they were laughing because they thought it was funny. They were laughing because they were enjoying it so yeah. much. Like it was like it felt like, like oh, finally, and it was just like it was so broken, Matt Hardy, that they were like laughing. Well, yeah, like, I mean, finally, like the, you know? the Rock was like an effective, yeah, uh, bad guy uh, or, or effective. Let's heal whatever it doesn't matter. An effective wrestler, but still incredibly funny. Yeah. Right? Like, it was all comedy, but you still saw him as, like, an actual wrestling threat. Right. That's where I think 
bre- uh, that were broken hearty, like toes that line where it's like, this is very fun. Right. And also like something I'll get behind to watch a dance fight. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> but my only issue with this feud is, is somebody's going to lose again. And then well, that's the be, thing. Like, that's my Bray point. Wyatt loses all the time. So it would make him meaningless if he loses. And Matt Hardy has been losing ever since Jeff's been out. So it's like, why pair these two up? Well, Matt losing right was away. great because it was like it led to his br- brokenness, right? Yeah, right. like that made him break. He's in the corner, like convulsing, just be, like doing the deletes. Like he can't control his arms, deleting, and he doesn't know but, why. It's so good. <laughs> but, but I think you could have just done that with a losing streak, like had him lose like twenty in a row, and then he snaps, and then it builds yeah. up, it where he goes through other guys, and then gets to break. Because now it's just Bray, like Bray's gonna lose another match. I definitely think weirdly they rushed. They weirdly they rushed it, which yeah. is like so crazy to say. Yeah, because like when they came in, my first thing was like the last thing I want is like a the Hardy Boys nostalgia act, and it's yeah. I got it for like eight months. Yeah, uh, but it was literally because of uh, like we, it's definitely proof that it was because of the uh, the you know the legal stuff because the second we read that it was cleared, yeah. <laughs> he they, they, they right away. Yeah, it was one one week, and then the next week he was there. It right, was just like all right, you got. That's the problem with the shit. He should have broke at, like, the Rumble or something. That feels like an amazing attraction to have mid-Rumble. Yeah. They could have started hinting towards it as soon as him and Matt. Yeah, he should act weird for a while. Yeah, just slow. have him keep losing, have him keep losing, have have little things keep slipping out until that thing happens where it swings back the pendulum the other way, and now he's... Winning every match, right? He should, right. and then he goes up against somebody. Unless players. they have like big plans for, they really want to build them up for Mania. Like, if they want to see if they can, like, that actually, means we have six months of this fucking feud. If we have no, I think they want to see if they can build Jeff up somehow. Like, maybe. Oh. Um, see, here, here's the thing: the broke. My opinion. You tell me what you think. Okay, the broken gimmick is big time. Yeah. Like, big time. People got behind it in, like, a major way, and it's not something to, like, shake your head at. Like, WWE always has the option to buy something to, to make it not a non-competition, yeah. right? That's always an option. Just buy something so it doesn't exist out there anymore. Like, they could literally, like, buy the bucks, call them, like, the goof knobs, and then they could, like, go out there and, like, be a bunch of jobbers, and then the bucks aren't selling tickets anymore yeah. out on the road, right? But to me, the thing is, like, I think the broken gimmick caught on so big, and they should see that as a thing where it's like, this should be like main event picture kind of a thing. I'm not saying Matt needs to wrestle main event, but the his broken uh, like radius should tap someone who can be a serious competitor. Yeah. Like, I see, like, Jason Jordan. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not talking about the actual writing. Yeah, yeah. He's just like the first guy who I'm like, this is a guy who, like, looks like he could fight for the championship. He could put on matches that are championship level, but he's completely lost. But if you delete him and call him, like, the deleter, you know, <laughs> or something, and then he's, like, part of that stable. Yeah. Then you can up uh, up that, or just Jeff. Like Jeff Hardy's already was the WWE champion. Like yeah. if he can get in a little bit of better shape and like be, get him build himself up, he's already proven in that way. I just think like if they have this like be mid card, it's very easy for this to like just become like a goofy yeah. mid show act. And I'm like, I don't know. I would like if it touched the with two shows. I feel like I would like if it had like a really big stretch. Where do you see that? I think it'll be given the opportunity to rise higher up the card. Right. I think the next two months are going to kind of make or break this. It could go one way or break the other. Break it? it could, yeah. It could just, it could be shit. It could, like, yeah. how many times have they done something terribly? 
it happens all the time. Yeah. So I'm not going to get my hopes up until I see him do it right. But yeah, I mean, it could. Right. It really do, all depends. We're in that like it. honeymoon period now where it's like people are screaming delete. Yeah. They love it. Next week, something could happen where Vince is just like, man, I don't know. screw it. We that would be. That so, I just think that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think it'd be such a mistake not to like get fully behind it. Like, yeah. kick Maxwell. I think let's get the full, get the full thing in there. Um, yeah, cool. So, all right. I mean, we got a bunch of cash ins on the Hardys. Everyone wants to talk about the Hardys. You guys want to hear about the Hardys, or do you want to hear from my dad? Uh, let's do your dad. I don't want to hear from our listeners. Okay, <laughs> come on. All right, here's my dad. Uh, but for people that don't know, my dad, Rich Richard Black, he's been listening to the show and cashing in. Always call him, he being like, "What time do I gotta cash in?" He seems to have a handle on it this time. Let's see. I don't know. What, we'll see what he's gonna say. Hi, right, Dan. This is your dad, Richard Black. Your I, your mother and I have called you four times. <laughs> We're worried about you. What's with the fire? Are you okay? <laughs> And what's with NXT? Call us. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> he left with a nice existential. What's with NXT? What is with NXT? Uh, my parents, they were texting me and calling me about the fire. I texted them back a million times saying it's not near me. Right. Uh, but I guess the it's horrific. The videos are horrific. Right, yeah. So they're probably just like, it looks like Los Angeles is an inferno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, 10, uh, it's like the the closest one is like what like ten miles away or something like that. I think. All right, uh, we're fine, well, Mr. Black. We're fine. Okay, yeah. Well, that was that was not helpful. Uh, we'll have to reset that with his the catchphrase that uh, he gave to Ronda Rousey. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? <laughs> Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? <laughs> <laughs> he said he my dad thinks that Ronda Rousey is going to be better than The Rock. Better than Bruno yeah. San Martino. He had a list of people. Yeah. He's so excited to see Ronda Rousey. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad wants to see it. <laughs> All right. You're, here's a real cash in about Matt Hardy coming at you. Gabba wee. Hey, this is Charlie the Dryer. Went cashing in again. Um, Charlie the Dryer? I want to yeah. cash in on Woken Matt Hardy. So. I didn't really get into the indies at all until after Broken was done is when I really got into it. So I knew bits and pieces of it. I never watched TNA. Probably never will, but that's neither here nor there. But Matt Hardy is brilliant. And that brilliance really struck me when I put together the consumer of terrestrial entities and... Probably just a few minutes ago, I realized Bray Wyatt, Eater of Worlds. <laughs> Took me way too long to put that together. But this character is. Yo, I didn't put that together. You didn't? No. If WWE does it right and lets Matt Hardy have enough control, who knows where this could go? I could honestly see him eventually winning a world title with this gimmick. Maybe not. Whatever. But yeah. <laughs> Hardline stance. Well, the man of his conviction. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Roman Reigns. Fuck the Roman. Fuck the Roman Reigns. Fuck the Roman Reigns. FTR. Is that what that was? No, I have no idea what that. What? Was. what yeah, they yeah, said get I it. Saw that. What was I don't that? know what it is. No one gets it. Someone said because I said there's no way it's fuck the Roman Reigns because that's not that funny. No. And those guys normally do stuff that's pretty funny. Yeah. But now it'd be even funnier if that's what they convince people it is. <laughs> if it's just something completely different, then they're like, yeah, no, it's it's that. <laughs> uh. Wait, hold on. 
We have breaking you got, fire closer. No, no, I got a... Uh, How come I didn't... Hold on. I, my phone didn't send me an alert. Oh, Apple that, does not care that's about awesome. it. That's awesome. Uh, you guys know, <laughs> you guys know Skylar Aston from Picture, Picture Perfect? Picture Perfect? No. Pitch Perfect. Is no. that a man or a woman? No, I shot this thing with him. Really cool dude. He likes wrestling. Oh, really? And he commented on Twitter just now on uh, oh, yes. While My Guitar Gently Weeps. He said he can't hear Baron Corbin's music without hearing why my guitar gently weeps in the pause. Thanks to old friend D Black Attack. Hey, Skyler, thanks, man. Hey, you got to come on the show, bro. Okay? Um, hey, you want to hear what we're talking about? So, Baron Corbin's theme song. Oh, yeah. It's, do you know it? There's a new one. You wouldn't. It's just generic rock, I imagine. I always say it sounds like while my guitar gently weeps. I think it's the last, uh, the last one that Jim Johnson did before they gave him the, the old boot. Oh, no oh is that it? Yeah, they did. Did they give him the boot or he quit? He they, was didn't, like, they didn't renew his contract. Right, right, right. All right, you ready? Uh, let's let's play. Well, I can't find it. Oh, here we go. That's not the right one. No, play, yeah, one of three. Play, play a couple of them at the same time. That'll work. I think this is just the Corbin theme. See, we got to clean this up, bro. What's going on here? I got you. How am I supposed time. to use this on the fly? That's it. That's, <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, <laughs> Pretty close. Um, yeah. All right. Coming at you. Hey, thanks for the shout out, Skyler. Check out uh, Pitch Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah. This coming out miss. soon. All right. Um, all right. So, um, uh, where, where were we at? We were talking about uh, Baron. We were not talking about Baron Corbin. No, we were doing cash. There's no chance about and that. Then you guys yeah. So he, the consumer of terrestrial entities. You guys got that? Yeah. Oh yeah. That it's the ear of worlds. Ear of worlds. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? You gotta listen very. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy is like the broken. He's so slick. Yeah, huh? I'll say this. Uh, he tweeted out something today that uh, that it was like almost exactly a year after he oh, like yeah. challenged the Wyatt family to come down to final deletion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny that like, that a better story like arc accidentally happened than like WWE is probably going to do with this actual character. Yeah. What? Wait. What are you saying? A year ago. In December, like December twelfth, he tweeted at Bray Wyatt that he wanted like the the, the family of Wyatts to come to his bro- broken universe and and fight him. Right, and that was a year ago, and now yeah. he's broken, and he's like, "I'm here, let's do this." Well, that's kind of the weird thing is like the Bray broken Matt Hardy. It seems like such a big clash. Yeah, like I remember when it was really exciting. And, like it's just kind of like they did it in like kind of a throwaway. Like there was no confrontation or like, right. it's not very like heated, but also it's Bray in his like weakest moment. Right. Where like Bray is like, couldn't be less What if he important. breaks, what if he breaks Bray? I mean, it doesn't that feel too soon? Shouldn't they just like get, go for the classic? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like to start inviting people into the gimmick. I, I don't know. It, it, I, I think we'll see where it goes. Hopefully it's all right. I think, uh, I think we all agree. It would have been nicer if it was like, a little more. If they, they're already showing some recklessness with this gimmick that we like so much. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move into the IC belt. Is the IC belt now the title on Raw? Well, I mean, when's the last time Brock was on TV? Survivor Series? Yeah. Maybe yeah. the night after Survivor Series? Yeah. That's the last time he was there. Um, and so Roman Reigns holding the IC title, he seems like the guy to beat, right? Samoa Joe is going after him. Jason Jordan's going after him. They're opening the show with the IC title. Um, kind of proves my thing that like 
Roman Reigns having the belt for like a nice long amount of time, whether you like Reigns or not like Reigns, he's really effective at being the guy to beat. Yeah. They've built him up where now it works. Whether he earned it, he didn't, that can be the argument. It works in kayfabe when a guy like every time somebody says to him, you didn't earn anything, it feels good. Yeah. It feels like, yo, hey, well, I got the belt, so fuck off. Come step up to me. Uh, it feels nice. Yeah. Did the booze that Jordan was getting come through yeah. on like the TV? Because it felt like he was being melted in the ring by how much, That's by how many booze. That's um, what was it, No Mercy? I yeah. Was in L.A. And yeah. They were booing him out of the building. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that when was that when they were throwing um, like vegetables? No, that, that was he it. was throwing vegetables at Elias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Jason Jordan. So, so Roman Reigns, like, well, how do you feel about Roman Reigns, Mike? I think he's a good wrestler. I yeah, hundred percent. They could do better with him, right? I think they could. They've had. I don't know. It's hard to say. Oh, you should have turned him heel because right. this run is decent right now. So let me put it more simply for you. Like, I, I want to hear. Uh, uh, I want. I want to. Like, I want to. When he when he's when he comes out, how do you feel? I'm ready for Roman Reigns match. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm excited for what they're about to do with him and Samoa Joe, but like most of the time I'm just I sigh and I'm like Right. See so, okay, so I that, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think that's pretty common. Like a lot of people who come in here are like, Yeah, I'm just like I don't like him. I'm but, it's like he's but like that's a piss break. Been up until up until now. Like now the last couple of weeks that right. I've been watching, I've been like, All right, well I I'm interested in this. You right. know, stuff that he had a he had a good match with Jason Jordan. Yeah. That was a, the first match that Jason Jordan's had in yeah. the on Raw, I think that was like really good. And um I like what they're about to do with Samoa Joe. I thought the match with Miz was good. Yeah. I don't know. I think it could be interesting. I'm willing yeah. to wait and see. I feel like when, when I see, like, I, I'm like, I, and look, I'm accused of being, like, the, the markiest dude. Like, mm -hmm. right? I'm Marky Mark. You know what I mean? That's another one of my nicknames, Marky Mark. Uh, super cool nickname. Very cool. <laughs> very cool thing to be called. Uh, 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 I, I, I think, like, Roman Reigns, like, when he comes out, I'm like, this guy feels like, like, Big time. Yeah. I don't like that they call him Big Dog. Big Dog. And they call him like it like five bajillion times yeah. in a row. Look, it's the Big Dog. What's the Big Dog going to do? Watch out for the bite of the Big Dog. They, He's the Big they Dog. They do that with everybody. It gets so annoying. It's like, like with, with Nakamura. Yeah. They keep calling him like the rock star. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. artist. It's like, well, how about just call him fucking Nakamura? He's the guy who just kicks people's head off. Right. Yeah. It's good enough. Yeah, I feel like the as soon as it, like the moment I realized I was a smart it was when I, like, well, I should say, when I became a smart, the first thing I noticed about the product is how the announce team will, like, lay the groundwork for what they want you to start calling the wrestler. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they just constantly yeah. beat that shit into the ground. I know, that ma it makes it hard. I mean, you, like, you know, like this quote, this this totally proves it. Guys, let's put, put this in perspective. These are huge men. <laughs> okay. That doesn't prove anything. But, okay, so. But, like, look at. The biggest shit, like the biggest stuff that got over, like Austin three sixteen. He said that, and they didn't have shirts out next week. They had pe there, but there were people with fucking signs that said Austin three sixteen. Right. Like, right. You'll find out when you need to make something stick. Right. Like, you'll th they'll tell you. They'll yeah. make it a thing, and then you put your thing on a piece of product, and then you sell it. Well, that's the beauty. It's uh, that's like, actually part of what I love about wrestling is how is the organic uh, yeah. element to it. But they, they're trying to control. I mean, not just them. I mean, this whole industry—they're always—they're trying to control what's viral, what's the, and it almost oh, never works. It's right. it's 
it's like that thing in Mean Girls where the girl keeps trying to make fetch happen, and everybody's like, <laughs> stop. Right. Stop. Yeah, it, uh, uh, r- right. Or, or the clap um, in Not Another Team Movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't the slow clap. Uh, guys, everyone knows about Not Another Team Movie, right? That's yeah. a very good reference. It's Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. It's one of the top comedies of all time. Yeah. Um, I actually do like it. All right, so, okay, the IC belt. But I'm saying, like, uh, anyway, I, I, I'm behind Roman. That's the thing. Now, um, Jason Jordan, okay, yeah. he's getting booed. He's getting a lot of shit. But I mean, man, guys, the guy can work. He can. He that. I mean, he had that like suplex flippity do. I love his suplex. It was excellent. It yeah. He's an excellent wrestler. Yeah. They're getting behind him for a reason. His acting is improving. Like he's look what he does. Like I'm not saying he's like an amazing actor, but I'm saying like there's a difference between what he does and what uh, <laughs> uh like I don't know, Big Cass does when right. he first comes out. We're like this guy is really. Although Big Cass is he did better. But, like, there's something about him where, like, he's able to, like, commit. He doesn't – it's not a thing where he's, like, hi, like you see his smile poking out. Like, he can fully commit to, like – they've told him to, like, basically be, like, a whiny bitch, and he does a good job. And the whole heel turn that's inevitable that essentially started this yeah. week yeah. is the one of the most, uh, like, well-built he, uh, heel turns that I can remember Yeah, in I just, recent history. I just think with his – Full as the mid card feels right now on Raw, yeah, it makes it even more unsatisfying that they kind of just like ended American Alpha with nothing. Like, oh yeah, totally. They, like, if you're gonna break those guys up, like they were a tag team together for like two years, and you yeah. just kind of like shift them to different sides of the room. Like, everything they do is like so. It's so abrupt. Rush. It's so impulsive. Yeah, it's like it. it it's manic. It's a little manic in yeah. its decision making. It's a lot of like. And as performers, I think we probably especially like a feel for like, hey, someone's trying to make something work, right? Like you're yeah. working on a joke and you're like, I'm going to make it work. And then somebody's just like, and you just got it working. And they're like, yeah. oh, we're cutting it. Yeah, no. I mean, I've seen, you know, I, I think that that is what's really jarring about it. But given where they're going with it, Jason Jordan, like the whole, it's going to work. Like yeah. he's going to be. Um, he's gonna be close to a main event, event heel in like a, a year, I think. Yeah, I mean, for what I'm not saying he's gonna earn it. I'm saying what, how they're gonna book it, mm. and you're not gonna like hate it. No. Yeah, I think for what it's worth, too, they sh- like now that I'm thinking about it, there really was no reason to break up American Alpha. No, they could have still done the Jason Jordan Kurt Angle angle, and then maybe broke them up after this heel turn happened. Well, the only reason to break up teams is because. They have two sets of tag belts, right. which make the tag belts mean zilch. Yeah. So tag teams never get heat because being the champion means nothing. Right. Uh, I mean, I feel like you can still make those belts mean something with right. that. I mean, because they. I mean, if you have eight teams on each brand, yeah, like that's enough variety. That's enough different guys challenging that you should be able to keep things interesting. And I think at the big pay-per-views, do what you did with Survivor Series. Every big pay-per-view should be guys from one brand facing against the other brand. Like, every What are the eight teams, though? Like, if you look at it, I'm saying, like, there's only ever three teams that are actually viable to win. So, on SmackDown, there's the Usos, there's Breezango, there's New Day. Bludgeon Brothers. There's Bludgeon Brothers, there's the Colognes, there's the Sings, there's uh, Ascension. Right. That's eight right But I'm saying, so which one of those can actually hold the title? Uh, At least four of them should be able to. The Usos can. uh, The New Day can. I don't see why Breezango at some point couldn't. I I I feel like... uh, Is four enough? You think so? 
I mean, I, I don't really know the math here. I'm actually just, I'm just. I mean, the, shouldn't the Bludgeon Brothers also be threats? Like, what the fuck's the point of yeah, bringing of them course. back the, if they're not gonna beat the shit out of people? Those guys definitely should be threats. So there's four right I there. I kind of like the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I, been I like the same it. with Raw. Like it's stupid, but I like yeah. it. G- Gallows and Anderson should be viable threats. You know, oh, revivals. Revival's gonna be back in a couple weeks, I think. Gallows and Anderson. They've become. Man. They literally have become the merchandise guys. Yeah, huh? they're in that like sweet. Santino Morales spot right now, right? They're like, we're like, they, like it's Christmas time, and they're like, "Hey, come on, get some sweaters, get some swag." Like that's yeah. literally what they do. Um, but DX did that also in their yeah. like late run. Remember, yeah, they were just yeah. like yeah. merch whores. Their think- gimmick was we're we're old merch whores. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from what I can tell, the club is probably or Gallows and Anderson. They, I think they like this role that they're in. I don't think they want to be like main event like uh, uh, tag guys because I remember. Um, What's his fuck? What's his fuck? The 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 short one, uh, Anderson. Anderson, like tw- uh, on social media, was saying that like his schedule now he gets to be with his kids more and he's like you sure. Know. I think he's uh, a lot happier with the amount of money that he's making and the amount of time that he's yeah. able to be in the the country. Mm-hmm. I, I think those two things vibe with him. And but I think all things being equal, his hot Asian wife. Yeah, <laughs> all things being equal, I think they'd like a better position compared sure. to what they're yeah. doing. I mean, yeah. how many times are we going to see Cesaro versus, and Sheamus versus the Shield? Like, how many times are we Well, that's what I'm... That's what. Like, see, that's what I'm saying, is that I'm just like... That's why I think you need more... I, 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 I wish... Listen, I wish all the belts felt bigger. Like, whatever you say about, like... Brock Lesnar not being around, it yeah. definitely sucks, but he always feels like but the, the champion. But the reason those... But you can have champions be around without having them wrestle or without having them wrestle the number one contender, the, the same two or the same person every single time. Yeah. Like, the reason that those matches don't mean shit is because by the time it gets to the pay-per-view, they've touched four to- four times. The, yeah. You know, there's been a, a month where every week they've gotten their hands on each other. And right. You just go, well, what the fuck am I going to tune right. in for? But that's kind of why the Brock matches always kind of work is because mm. he's barely around and they barely touch or they touch once. But you can be around and still not have things... Be a match every time. Yeah. Like, have other matches well, they where tried somebody to do it with or, Yeah. <laughs> they tried to do that stuff with Jinder. Yeah. But he just stinks. But I don't even think he stinks. I just think it hasn't been... It's been poor storytelling, and it's, you know, the same... How many times did he face Ray, Randy Orton? Absolutely. No, the booking on Jinder so, so was bad. terrible. And then that Punjabi prison match was terrible, and they just did it so that they could get His a couple His Shinsuke feud and, was... I mean, one of the most atrocious things yeah, I could think bad. of. That was bad. That was so bad. When he just so kept basically just saying the racist, the most racist shit. And then they didn't even tap into the intricacies of the fact that a guy who was calling the the crowd racist was yeah. being racist. It was like, all right, we're going to go there. Let's call out how that that's kind of smart, you know, in yeah. a way. But instead it was like, no, we're just going to be, we're just going to put racism on top of racism yeah, right. with no justification and no analysis of, of that observation. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the women's division. Um. Paige. So, how do we feel about Paige? I don't like that they did it on both shows. Essentially, that seems to be a same. pretty prevalent. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jensen last week said he he's like, why are there two shields well, in the women division? I don't get it, and I don't think. <sighs> like, I didn't even like. I didn't. I didn't see enough of Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan and in. 
NXT to even give a shit about them. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're here. Great. Well, the fuck are they? Specifically, let's talk about Sarah Logan quick, (laughs) and then we'll wrap back to Paige. Because on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, hey, join our Facebook page. If you want to talk about wrestling at four in the morning, um, she talks like the the defensive coordinator from the Water Boy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Home when you make it, boy. That guy has a little bit more control than yeah. she does. Uh, she got she was getting beat up on the Facebook page. Yeah, I mean, and she deserved it. She was bad. Female, really, female ZZ. Compare her to Jason Jordan, by the way. While we're like making that, like yeah. Jason Jordan, maybe not the greatest actor, but like that guy can do it. He yeah. can do the well, job. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe she shouldn't have spent the first five years of her career getting her brains bashed in and death matches. <laughs> was that what her deal is? Yeah. Did you you didn't know her at all? No, no. I'm I'm familiar. I'm saying I, With, me as a viewer. <laughs> I'm saying as a viewer, I don't know shit about this Sarah Logan person. I know Mary Dobson from when she was on the Indies, but yeah. I don't know anything. And like I watch NXT, so yeah. if I'm somebody who watches Raw and I don't watch, or it was she on SmackDown. She on Smack. Fucking, I can't even keep this shit. Straight. She's part of the Riot Squad, I believe. Oh, yeah. Which is just a group of, I guess they're they're a group of, um, how would I say? They're that group from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they're, they, none of them dress the same at all. Yeah, they're, no, that, it makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, that's what I don't get. Like, the Paige girls, why wouldn't they all, like, copy, why wouldn't they all have, like, dark eyeshadow Or, yeah, on why don't like, you put Paige and Ruby Riot together? Like, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, that's because those are the two Fucking best. mean goth girls. Like, I get it. Uh, if, from my understanding of it, I've saw, I've saw a good amount of Ruby Riot in NXT. I actually didn't realize how proficient she is on the mic until she came up. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's pretty good. Yeah, and her look is really good. Uh, it's very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I think that her being the leader is like really cool. But she can't walk around with a girl who's like, I just was down by the watering hole. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like, it's like yo, she's literally like she looks like. Y'all want to see how many gators I caught? Yeah. Right? She looks like Tank Girl. Yeah. I, say, way she... I say Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that Daniel Bryan to hear that. Uh, Sarah Logan, I'm a prospect. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I won't I get up in that ring. I'm going to wrestle my ass off. <laughs> I, I would have won the match, but I saw me some roadkill. I think I'll cook him up for dinner for my banana. <laughs> Anyway, um, coastal elites, coastal, coastal elites. elites. We do terrible, with, with terrible representation of the middle of this country. Um, the mid- but yeah, like that gimmick is shit. Yeah, that is a shit gimmick. My I don't gimmick. think that's a gimmick. I think that's how she talks. Yeah. I think she she got her head hit far too many do you, times. Do you, is she does she really have that accent? It sounded really. I've bad. never heard her talk, and until now, <laughs> now I I, 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 yeah. I want to push the to- the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> Um, uh, so I think that, uh, I think that, uh, I think that if she doesn't have that accent naturally, Sarah Logan, if she doesn't have that, then to, for someone who, then Triple H is so reckless yeah. to give an accent to someone who's that poor of a performer. Yeah. I think it, it seems like a real accent. Really? I think she just, yeah, like she's like, just a marble I mouth. I bet I don't have that. Yeah, you just press it yeah, in against me. But now I want him to go the opposite way with it. I want it to get worse. Yeah. And yeah. So, so it gets to the point where everybody's just like, I can't fucking oh understand God. what yeah. she's saying. They, they just, have to. <laughs> yeah. they, they, just, they have to do that now. 
Oh my god, they just come like they're like, We can't find Sarah. <laughs> we can't find Sarah, her match coming up and she's in the back but like, like I don't know, like fucking like milking a cow. <laughs> making a fucking uh barrel. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is exactly what NXT is for. And like they didn't use that for her down there, they uh, they didn't do, develop this character at yeah, all. So now our, it gets there, and I'm just like, well, fucking, I don't uh, care about this person. That, Who is this I, person? I mention that every week on this show. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, please let me into the performance center and let me watch the mic training going on yeah. there. Like, what what is the character training there? Do they have anyone there qualified to teach someone to like cut a promo, like or like to understand the concept of character? And that, I'm not even knocking them. I'm saying that is complicated shit. Yeah. People here spend their they spend literally like. At UCB, people spend their whole lives, yeah, their and groundlings, their careers, just making characters, yeah. Which is like these guys, they're making and these wrestlers, they're making a character that like is their one character, huh? you know. And you're like, that takes a lot of work, and that takes a skilled teacher. And I still think there's too much. Well, Jensen called it the dome. Yeah, that's what yeah. he called. He said that's the concept. It's like the dome where you can't infiltrate. The only people who can teach you how to do anything there were like Dusty Rhodes, the only guy to talk promos. Like it's like, well, bring in some groundlings. Yeah, yeah, right. That would, but in that, and that's the thing. Like maybe they do. Honestly, we don't know. No, I don't think they do. I doubt. I, I would think I, someone would have told me. Anyone? Anything I know they, I know they hired a comedy. A, I know, but like they do it for other facets of it. Like they hired a, a striking coach that was in the UFC for a while. Like they they're hiring other people that do other shit. Right. It's not exclusive to just pro wrestling. So and why not? Out. They don't because like these guys now on the indie scene are learning yeah. how to wrestle without WWE training. Yeah, WWE actually like. My understanding is they like kind of detrain you, right? They train you how to wrestle WWE oh, style. Yeah. Like, yeah. But <laughs> I but I don't necessarily think that's wrong. I think that the WWE totally. style is very good and if you want to like wrestle for a long time that you maybe you you use it and 100% you know. agree. Everything they're saying comes from a place of love of this product. Yeah. I'm right now wearing a $70 Roman <laughs> Reigns, uh, really a piece of garbage, yeah. piece of merch. $70? Yeah, it's like $70. Ooh. And I, I, I love wrestling. I fly to WrestleMania every year. You know, it comes from a place of love. It's just very frustrating when, like, like you see these people come up and you're like, I think, like, they could have worked on this a little better. And it's like, it feels like throwing these performers to the wolves a little bit yeah you know pro wrestling is just our shitty stepson jeremy like we're <laughs> always like we love him and we like and he we, spoke in class today but like <laughs> ugh, yeah he did yeah. <laughs> oh that was very funny by me <laughs> oh man what a comedian we're working backward in in <laughs> like cr chronologically with references <laughs> so we've hit uh uh can't hardly wait or whatever and now no, we didn't do Canada. No, no, what, what was the... Uh, not another team movie. Not another team movie. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's move on to Paige. Paige. Yeah. So, um, I'm a big Paige fan. Yeah, I'm I like a Paige that. mark. Yeah. I think Paige is like, when Paige is around, all the other rest, female wrestlers seem less than. Mm. Uh, not... Charlotte's not around. She could feel similar. But there's something about Paige's attitude that hits an authenticity that you never get in the female division. Yeah. Yet. Um, where it's like she, her gimmick is like that she's like 
a wild card or whatever. I don't yeah. know what to call it, right? But like, why does she need these two girls? What well, no, that I don't know. That I don't know. And why are they called Absolution? Yeah. I have Absolution, no idea. Uh, but I'm cheap. But I think, uh, I, I have no idea. But I think Paige, like, there is this thing. I said it last week. I believe that Paige might not show up next Monday. Like, she is like, she has a thing where she has that vibe of, like, in Fight Club. What's the girl's name? The um, Helen Bottom Carter yeah. Oh, yeah. character. Yeah. Of like she's like, you know, like I'm dying, you're dying, everyone's dying. Like she's smoking a cigarette. She's like, you know, she has like a Courtney Love vibe of like you don't you don't know. She's like could turn on you. Like who cares? She doesn't remember what she said to you. You know, like people are right, like yeah. they're like kind of pilled up or like I don't know what it is. She has that vibe of like it's it's and it feels yeah. authentic. You gotta like, hide your flatware when she comes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she might steal something, but like she might bring it back. Like I don't know. Like don't, she's really like loose cannon. Don't, don't leave any championship belts around that you don't want getting cummed. Oh, yeah. oh, the first reference to that on this show. Uh, uh, definitely. I think, yeah, sorry. That's a, that thing about Paige is just like, when, then when like Sasha Banks come in the ring and she's wearing those like out of style Kanye glasses and it's like, I'm the boss. And you're like, no, no, no. No, because no, no, no. you that fucking girl's the boss. That girl's the boss. Yeah. Like that girl has like porn tapes. Like right. she's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like that's the thing about Sasha is that like she's, She's never retained the title, and we right. know of that. Right. We we are very aware of that, and she's won it four times, and it means fuck all. Right, it means nothing. She's As a Bostonian, are you defending her? No, no, because it's not good. <laughs> no, it's yeah. a, and like she's good. She's very good. Right, you could use her well. Yeah, you, you you opt not to. She needs help. She needs some help with the booking. Like, she really needs some help. She needs help winning. First off, they need to, like, book her to win. That's first off. Yeah. But then secondly, they need to give the boss gimmick some, like, legs. Like, yeah, they need to make it, like, what does it mean? What does being a boss mean? And it doesn't work as well as a face. Like, no, it's, it's, a, it's a heel gimmick. Yeah. Uh, but Paige, she's with these. She's with uh, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, two just random wrestlers that... I have allegiance to her, but don't. But no, for no like, apparent reason. No, they, yeah, like I, why don't they both? I maybe they wanted to show what they look like, and then maybe they'll start wearing black, and like they'll start being like gang, drinking blood, gangrel style, or whatever. <laughs> but it's not like they had an established gimmick. No, individually before they came. Yeah, like, Mandy Rose just wears it. gold, right? Like yeah, that's her she's gimmick. Like yeah, a, yeah, like a glamazon. She's yeah. apparently pretty good. I've I've heard I've heard good things. Yeah, I mean yep. she's. Uh, I saw her at a live event, an NXT live event. Uh, and yeah, she can. She's she's really strong and, yeah. and and can like physically strong. So I think that does a lot for her ability to like control her body and and kind of move deliberately and not look like she's like you know fake uh, fighting. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Cool. Hey, do you guys want to hear uh, Jack Mills part three of oh, yeah. Fix Bray Wyatt saga? Yeah. One of our listeners thinks he 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 believes that he can fix Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah. Uh, so this is the third part, final part of how he's going to fix him. I believe to date he wanted to turn him into a cult leader. He says he needs a uh, he needs a cult, right? Right. And he's, or that yeah, it was he, like the cult. Uh, like that sister Abigail actually is like uh, can sort of that other people are also under her thrall. Right. Well. Yeah. And then he calls up his disciple Alistair Black from NXT to be his. Uh, his weapon of destruction. Right. I'm sure I'm botch I'm sure he's going nuts. And I think botching us how we're saying this. And I think that his point was that Alistair Black would be like a true believer in Sister Abigail, whereas Bray Wyatt is sort of just like a uh, 
like a snake oil sale. Like he doesn't really believe in Sister Abigail's powers. He's just sort of trying to use it to manipulate people. Right. Yeah. But Alistair is all in yeah. as a Satanist because he's right. a shoot Satanist. Right. Hail Satan. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, he's, I, I bet he's just going to recap it right away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pointless. <laughs> this is the conclusion of Bray Wyatt's rehabilitation. But before I get into that, I need to thank you, Dan. I need to thank you for not telling me that you were going to have a former WWE writer on the show last week because as much as I would love the opportunity to get constructive feedback on my fantasy booking from someone who has actually been in the business, I'd much rather sit here and wax poetic for you two fucking jabronis. (laughs) So anyway, this deal between the spooky boys has been going on for over the course of about a year and the whole thing will blow off at Survivor Series. And yes... Alistair Black is going to win. But before Newman gets all worked up about how Bray is going to lose this feud and how it makes him look weak, remember this. I want As a Black group, the Spooky Boys have been running roughshod over everyone for the better part of a year. They've been booked strong, and they've won every feud they've faced. Bray and Alistair are and the Spooky this, Boys. This isn't about giving Bray a feud that he can win. This is about fixing Bray Wyatt. This is about changing what isn't working about Bray's character right now. Bray's problem is that he's too he's leaning too far into the spookiness. It's not that he's not good at it, but it's that Black can do it better. And at Survivor Series, the guys in Black's corner, they're they're relatively interchangeable because that group, they exist to get Black over, sort of like the old Wyatt family was. But Bray's team, see, Bray's team is far more important. In his corner, are Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, the natural Dustin Rhodes, not Gold Dust, but Dustin Rhodes. That's a swerve. And Jason Jordan. <laughs> These are all guys who are multi generational wrestlers, either in reality or in kayfabe, and they've been booked weak for a long time. The angle is that Bray convinces all of them that they've been disrespected by the WWE. They're wrestling royalty, they deserve respect, and they're going to take it. By any means necessary. So pause for a sec. Uh, Mike so, wants to comment. So his solution here is to take five turds and stick them together to form a super turd. I guess so. That's what it sounds like. I mean, he he said uh, Jason Jordan is. He said they're all kayfabe third generation. <laughs> At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. But only Jason Jordan's. The, he's the only kayfabe one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, he, and yeah, he's second but sometimes that works in in numbers. Sure, right? Like if you put them together, like I don't think was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like would like Road Dog Jesse James be good without DX? No, no, yeah. No, right. Do you not remember when he was with r Truth? It was pretty bad. <laughs> or when he was with uh, J- Jeff Jarrett as the roadie? Oh yeah. All right. The offshoot of this is that. <laughs> Or when Billy Gunn was gay for no matter they just And then he was like, Nope, just kidding, not gay anymore. <laughs> that was one of I wasn't weirdest. watching that, but I, mean, I wasn't gone. watching that yeah, either. All I know is he had a gay wedding. Hmm. All right. Oh, good for him. Alistair Black becomes the new quasi supernatural gimmick guy with an actual background in Satanism. And Bray can go back to being the charismatic cult leader that he was when he was at his best, but with a fresh coat of paint that's also rooted in reality. That gentleman is how you fix Bray Wyatt. All right, hey, let's give it up for Jerk Mills <laughs> coming at you, Gobble Wee. So, all right, uh, uh, yeah, cool. I mean, I like it. I think Alistair Black and uh, Bray Wyatt would be cool. 
I feel like the whole thing, like, I can't, like, my feeling today, and obviously I have to listen back to your whole thing. My feeling today is like, Bray Wyatt would be so good if he just won. Yeah. Like, isn't it just, like, as simple as that? Like, yeah. if he just won a bunch when he had the championship, if it mattered, if he, like, held the belt for a significant amount of time. Fucking Jinder Mahal had the belt for six months, and we were all like, we'll, we'll watch this. Right. We would watch We would watch and like Bray Wyatt. He's capable of, like, good matches. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't need as much gimmickry as they give him, and I don't mind that mm-hmm. stuff either, personally, but I know I'm in the minority. Yeah. Uh, me and all the kids, <laughs> like, uh, like little worm uh, uh, posting, uh, uh, projections. But, like, look at how like Bray Wyatt was built like he was built perfectly like and that's how I feel like that 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 squash program that that should be run somebody should be running on one each pay-per-view cycle like yeah just build guys up that way yeah and not every match on the card has to be a back and forth great match like have one match on each raw and each smackdown be one where some guy who doesn't mean anything just gets the shit knocked out of him. Yeah. yeah. That's how and they make somebody yeah. else look cool. That's how they build Aleister Black up on NXT. Yeah. First yeah. ten matches just right. kicking people out. You're yeah. right. I mean the Braun you're talking about the Braun, right? Like yeah. like Braun uh, be, jobbing the jobber gimmick, the jobber yeah. routine, proven that it works. Yeah. yeah. It still works. It's timeless, baby. Yeah. It's timeless. Um, okay. So um hey. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I brought somebody to the studio. Yeah, tonight. you said you had a guest. You wanted I have to bring a guest. In? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me go get him. Okay. All right, Newman's walking out. <clears throat> oh, oh my, oh, oh, my oh, god, gentlemen! It's oh my oh, god! It's me, Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones <laughs> with the. With, I'm here with the Info Swamp Report. The- Okay, what do you have? Info, the info, not info swamp. This is the info swamp. I'm here to tell you about what's going on in the swamp of professional wrestling. I didn't even know fandom. you watch professional wrestling, Alex Jones. I do. I watch everything that the Illuminati puts out. Oh, the wrestling of the Illuminati. You're right. It is. It is part of the Illuminati. Look at the Raw, Monday Night Raw. The A has the Eye of Horus in it. It is a predictive programming on the part of the CIA and the Illuminati elite trying to brainwash our kids and turn them into gay frogs. <laughs> okay, gay frogs. Why specifically gay frogs? Because well, they put water. What do they think? They put fluoride in the water, and what do you think that is? That's a gay bomb, baby. Oh my! All right, I don't know. I don't like what you're. I might have to edit this out. I mean, it's uh, not it feels look, homophobic. It's right. not. Well, that's not what I'm here to talk about. All, All right. right, I got two. I got two reports from high up, high up on the in the info sphere here about the swamp. First of all, number one. Well, explain to the what, swamp is to, right. to our, from Mike Malloy, our guest here. This is Mike. You didn't even say hi to him. Uh, how's it going? Sorry, yeah, I, I would shake your hand, but I'm inoculated against all kinds of diseases. All right, so the swamp essentially is uh, uh, what this podcast and me refers to the uh, the fans of professional wrestling. All when, of them. All of them when they're disgusting. Okay, when they make uh, d- disgusting jokes about Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss's butt, and they make <laughs> memes about body slamming your girlfriend. Yeah, because you're such an upstanding gentleman. Uh, look, I got a wife and a, I got a wife and kids. I'm a family man. I'm born and raised in Texas. I know what is wholesome, and I don't like that the Illuminati is putting this stuff on TV, and, and I especially don't like that the fans are taking it out of context and making it sexual, and it doesn't have to be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I got. I had steak for dinner, so my testosterone is through the roof right now. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it kicks in that fast. All right. It does with me when my my my, my metabolism is through the roof because I have an alkaline body because I use a cola blue water filters, the only water filter guaranteed to filter out ninety nine percent. You're doing your sponsors again. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. Sorry. Don't sponsor on our show. Okay. This is a separate show from your show. So. Well, yeah. I mean, but if you guys want some water filters, some like. 
Omaha steak subscriptions, I can get you that. <laughs> okay, uh, that's an, okay. All right, what do you want to say First about the swamp? Because I would like to hear from Mike. Two things. One, Kevin Owens was being harassed by the swamp on social media. I saw that. Kevin Owens was tweeting about they harassing his family. Harassing him and his family. Now look. Kevin Owens may be a pig-human hybrid that was bred in an underground CIA bunker off of Montauk Island. But leave his family out of this. Nobody's family deserves to be picked on this way, especially not on the internet. Number two. Uh, okay, wait, so his family is in a bunker off of, What did no. you just say about Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens is a chimera. He was... <laughs> a, a what? A, a chimera? Kevin Owens is a chimera. They took an embryo from a pig and an embryo from a human, and they bred him off of Montauk Island, off the coast of New York, in an underground bunker. You've seen Stranger Things. It's loosely based on the Montauk Project, where the CIA successfully opened up a rift in time and space to let monsters through. This happened. Wait. I've seen the papers. I've read the reports. This wait. has happened. Okay, wait. Montauk's not an island. There's Montauk Island. Okay. All right. I'm, uh, look, I'm, gotta, a, I'm from Long look. Island. I think I would heard about Montauk Island. Oh yeah. Uh, what about Three Mile Island? You still got babies born with heads shaped like shovels because of that spill. <laughs> this okay. is all in the news. This is all mainstream media reports. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't have to make this up. Okay. So Kevin Owens is a creation. He is a pig human chimera. <laughs> okay. But that is besides the point. Leave his family out of this. <laughs> okay. All right. It sounds like you have a moral moral high ground that immediately goes away once you say anything. Well, uh, well, well what's what's wrong with calling out the fact? That, look at him. Look at his look at his body. Look at his face. He's part pig, part man. Okay. All it's right. It's not his fault. He didn't ask to be born or bred in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's well, number two? Number two, Vince McMahon. He wanted the name. Okay. Look, Absolution. I agree. It's a terrible name. No one wants to be. It's not even. A bad thing. Like if you look at the definition of absolution, it's like being like absolved of a crime. Like it's not a bad thing. But <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Yeah, Alex. it's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. So Vince McMahon, however, wanted to call absolution PMS. Now we, they've done that before. Also bad. But they wanted to call three women PMS because his logic was, according to Stephanie McMahon, that. Uh, they would be mad that they were overlooked. And, you know, women, of course, according to him, they're mad. They must be PMSing. Do you know what happens, Vince McMahon, when you try to name an all-female stable PMS? What? Do you know what happens, Vince, when you try to relegate women to their menstrual moon cycle, Vince? Vince, you just made the swamp. Oh, my. You did, uh, Okay. So, you wait, you have a, uh, that was like a Jericho list for the swamp? It is. It's like, just like Chris Jericho's list, except it's a list of people who belong in the slimy swamp. Vince McMahon, you're in the swamp. Okay. All right. Hey. I, I got to go in my CIA van is here. I got to put this black bag over my head and get taken back to my bunker. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by here. I mean, what was this, the Info Swamp Wars? Info Swamp. Okay. All right. All right. Get, get, get the fuck out. Mike, I'm sorry about this. It's okay. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, guys, uh, sorry. I didn't realize he had eaten a steak. I didn't know he was going to be like that. No, that's not what we were upset about. <laughs> we were upset about the fact that he came in here and interrupted the show. Oh, I was yeah. about to talk about SmackDown. Sorry. Yeah. I, um, won't, I won't invite him here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to talk about... Wait, whose entrance music is this? I don't recognize this song. Oh, it's time. Everybody knows it's time to talk about Smackdown. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man, everybody loves it. Everyone loves the SmackDown theme song. It's definitely not just Shinsuke's song with me saying SmackDown a lot of times. Wait, hold on, I think it gets better. Pump it, Zick. We get the quick jam. We're trying to jam. Smack, 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 smack. You stupid. On Thursdays, then move to Friday. <laughs> it went back to Thursdays. It's Tuesdays, 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 that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, let's move on to SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was shit this week. Yeah. Anyone else think that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch all of it. I yeah. watched the second half of it. It was uh, what was the main event again? Um, it was Kevin Orton? Uh, or yeah, Orton Zane, yeah. versus Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the main event. I don't even remember. It was the snooze. But um, a couple. So we'll just hit a couple points and then we'll get out of here. Um, uh, it's got. So a lot has happened today. Yeah. You know, movie star Skylar Aston has commented on the show on Twitter. Thanks for listening, dude. Uh, 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 and uh, and more importantly, no offense, Skylar, but Alex Jones burst in the studio <laughs> and has completely disoriented me. Um, but I'll try to talk about SmackDown. So anyway, Orton and uh, Orton and Zayn felt like I mean, Zayn and uh, Owens came out at the top of, of SmackDown and felt like they were like, guys, go out there and just talk. Yeah. Yeah. And it went on forever. And like they, they were like hitting that tech that like air bud technicality of like, you know, of just like, hey, can the dog play? I was like, there's nothing in the rules against it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, hey, you said like you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh well I was I, I know I was banned from ringside, but not from the I wasn't banned from the uh the, the, you ramp. Know, the ramp. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. all right, man, like is that a ten minute <laughs> you milk milk that for ten minutes. Yeah. Well, and then they chain him to the friggin' rope, and yeah. he cuts the chain. So yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't. Right, right, it. right. It's like nothing. Nothing matters. No actions have <laughs> consequences. Yeah. It was just kind of boring. I didn't really get into it. I thought the only thing I really took away from SmackDown this week, AJ wasn't there, right? Right. Um, but uh, I took. They showed a promo p- pushing the match. AJ. Uh, and uh, gender, but um, I just thought Ruby Riot was the thing that stuck out to me. I was like, I was like, I actually see something. She's very unique. Yeah, yeah. you know, she's good. Um, uh, can she work? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've seen her matches. All, most of the matches I've seen of her were like three, four person matches. I saw yeah. like the Oscar yeah. ones where she, you know, um, with like um, she had some. I, I think she Nikki was Cross. Uh, she was in Shimmer for a while, and she had some pretty good matches over there. Right. Um, and then um, Rusev Day t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I, I, might, like, yeah. I might buy one that of That seems like a, a buyable hashtag Hounds of Merch. Feels like a buyable piece of merch. Yeah. yeah. The Rusev Day it's, shirt. Uh, I think so that funny. when you think about a shirt, God, I got a um, Tulo um, who I guess didn't cash in this week. No, no Tulo cash wow. wow. Oh, God, everyone. Wow. How lucky oh. are we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a... Uh, we all got a break. Don't worry, Mike. You're happy about this, okay? I guess so. I guess to make it up, we'll have to um, play this. Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. All right. Um, Who wants to walk with Elias? Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, yeah. But I would say, Eli- did you feel insulted in the Staples Center when he said you're not famous? 
did that feel bad? No, because I am famous. So oh, I mean, he, yeah, wasn't, yeah, he wasn't yeah, talking yeah. to me. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. I got. I stood up and I said, he's talking about Yo, you, everybody. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Okay. I forgot what the three tenets of buyable merch is. But yeah. I think one of them is like longevity. Yeah. Like, will you regret this purchase? And I feel like five years down the line, you won't be upset you got a Rusev Day shirt. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you like, oh, this is funny. It's the Rusev Day. Yeah. Um, I think Rusev Day is cool. Um, okay. So uh, I think we can just end on this last thing. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, is um, How high up the card do you think Elias can go? That's what I'm curious about. I think he can, at the very least, be uh, intercontinental champ. I mean, especially this week. Like, he was great this week. Like, yeah. that, that shit was great. And, like, it seemed like the crowd, like, wanted to cheer him at first. And he took it away. And that's what you should be able to do in that that's position. That's the sweet spot, right? Where you're a, lo- a beloved heel. Yeah. yeah. Where you, where they love you and they're, they want to love you. And you just go, nope. The rock zone. Yeah. I, I feel like... um. Because I remember when they turned The Rock when I was a kid, and they, they turned him, and I was, like, devastated. Yeah. And I was like, no, what? I love him. And then I just kept liking him. That was the only thing. Nothing changed. And he was better as a heel. Yeah. But um, I think um, uh, Elias, like, he's so much, he's getting so comfortable. Yeah. When he's up there, he was up there just, like, riffing. He, he, he was up there playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he wasn't, he wasn't. He, he was like, I'm just going to, like, you know, uh, jam for a second. It was very effective. Well, it was it, like, this is my time. It yeah. feels natural. It feels like what he would do in those scenarios. Right. Like, it, it just feels more organic. And I don't think as many people are in his ear being like, do this, do this, do this, because not many of them know right. how to do that. Yeah. Okay, so, so here's what I'm going to put it to, uh, to you guys is a simple question. Do you think Elias will ever be the heavyweight or universal champion? Yeah, because they fucking play hot potato with it all the time. Right. So, so you think he'll have it, numbers. but it won't feel it won't feel correct. Probably. Do you ever do you ever think he'll earn it in a in a smart way? How old is he? He's 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 he, fairly... he looks forty. Yeah. Right? But all the wrestlers look forty. He's... It's a grizzled lifestyle. Yeah, I mean maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If could. All right. So you're opening that that door's open, which is yeah. surprising. Would I you, think at the very least, when he was he in should. NXT, would you think that ever? No. No. I didn't. Uh, especially yeah. in NXT, I don't know. And they they didn't seem to care for him there either. No. But like, yeah, it seemed like it was like not like heel heat. It was like we the go yeah. away heat. Yeah. Well, I told and you, NXT is the yeah. land of fake heat. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's ugh. the. Re- I told you that it's called the reverse NXT. Yeah. That's right. what I call where if you suck in NXT, you might be good on the main yeah. roster. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So do you think, to, to Nasty Newman, do you think that uh, Elias will ever win the US, the Universal title or the WWE Heavyweight Championship? Uh, universal, no. Heavyweight, maybe. Uh, Intercontinental, definitely. Okay, not intercontinental. But, I think we all agree he's so going to win. The, he's definitely going to have an IC run. Maybe. Luke Harper had an IC 80%. run. 80%. We all think he can. Having an IC run is not a big deal. Yeah, a heavy maybe. Like eighty. I think there's like an 80% chance he's going to get the But Luke weight. Harper was another guy that at a certain point I was just like, this guy should be a heavyweight champ one day. Like, yeah. And now it's never going to happen. They couldn't, they couldn't get that gimmick together. They couldn't, they couldn't like, they were close. What does his gimmick have to be? He's just fucking Bruiser Brody. Like, let him be that. Let yeah. him be just a, a monster. Yeah. I guess, but he always felt Wyatt derivative. 
Like that, you know, I they felt like they couldn't get him to be like his own thing. But even on his IC run, he was he was just the same guy. He just wasn't in the Wyatts anymore, and he was still dope. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he doesn't say anything. He just r- runs around and clotheslines and big boots people, and is dope. Like, I what do you he want? Never, <laughs> he never got the. I agree, but he never got the heat that like I could see them giving him that push. I don't necessarily think he's a heel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when yeah. he when he was doing that singles run, people like the crowd was like way behind yeah. him. Yeah, he's could just be just a dirty big uh, yeah. dude who I, people yeah. like. I think they need to do more gimmicks of like like make him like a trash man or like a fucking like like they needed like there's like simpler gimmicks where it's just like this is a guy who you know he's like a janitor or something just because. They have to have a character, <laughs> and he's he's mopping the uh, near the ring, and he sees t- a, a wrestler trying to solve a problem. Yeah. He's like, "I got this." Well, I, I do think there is like a are you saying Luke Harper like a blue collar kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, like there is a thing where like he could be like super relatable yeah. if he did get up there and like kind of do a dusty thing where he's like, "Hey, I'm like the son of like a plumber," and, you know, yeah. or and like whatever his true story. They is. just need a, guys who don't have gimmicks. Just need to start getting. Jobs, yeah. yeah. Well, it like is- Apollo Cruz can start driving Uber. <laughs> oh my God, Apollo Cruz, the if his gimmick was the yeah, Uber driver, he's just a friendly Uber driver. That's uh, amazing. He's like, yeah, his music. He changes music. It would be like that the sound your phone makes when your Uber arrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, yo, yeah, he'd be like, that was five star match. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins is late for his match because he was doing Postmates. Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta, <laughs> um, it's, it's worth the le- gig economy, if baby. You, if wrestlers you, need it too. If he leaves mid match to go Bro, deliver because he's, he's like if I win this match it doesn't it's a, affect he gets me at a all. blitz alert he gets a blitz alert during uh, d- during a match uh, he's I like that. I gotta get out of here oh man um, alright do we got anything else to cover no I think we're good anything yeah. else on your guys end no no okay do we got anything that I need to play besides this um, <laughs> yeah, that was necessary. And um, holy motherfucking shit! Just for Tulo because he didn't cash in today. Hey, Jabroniacs, thank you for listening. Mike, thank you for coming in. I hope you had a good time. Thank you for having me, boys. Everybody, Pleasure. remember follow, join the Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at COW Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at D Black Attack. And hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.